do, do. Do, 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 do. Jesus is still all right with me. <laughs> Jesus is still you all right. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> I say, Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Oh, oh baby, baby, let, let my, my people go. go. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's up. We went to youth groups in the we South. Did. When we did. Hi! Hi! <laughs> this is Jamie Markey. And this is Michael Tatum. And um, this is the epi- uh, Ghosticles episode three. We're already done three of these. We have, this is our third one. We have three ghosticles? We have three. We are now out of the two ghosticle range. We are mutating. We have, we have an are, extra ghosticle. That's right. Uh, are, we in, are we more or the same size and just divided? I don't, I don't want to think about these things. I don't want to think about these things. It's more. It's more. Yeah. It's more. So. Sometimes more is more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm adjusting. And what are we doing? What are we doing today? Okay, so I have all these stories in front of me. What am I doing? I know. We're gonna read them. They are no, all stories because we had and it's really interesting. We've had the majority of these within the past week. Um, oh, cool. a lot of people have sent us stories about having dreams mm-hmm. and uh and things like that with perhaps loved ones or uh things, you know, situations like that. Just yeah. t- dreams that have meant that have been more than just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And so uh, we're going to read some of those. Okay. Yes. Uh, because they were so good. I wanted to to get them all in. Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll okay. start. Now, I haven't read this before, so it's going to be cold reading. Okay. And this, this comes from uh, Jessica. Jessica. Okay. I'm, okay. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't like children. I never have. It's <laughs> not that I have a problem with them, but they just throw me off something fierce. And please don't ever hand one to me, not even for a picture. I won't know what to do with it. It's not that I'm scared. I'll drop them or hurt them. I'm not that kind of person. Um, I'm just not a kid person. They really just aren't my thing. So it was especially strange back in college when I had a vivid dream about doing exactly that. Ooh. Yeah. My dreams are strange things with bright colors and absolutely real feeling flashes as if I were in a movie with the highest production value. Oh, I love those. Um, <laughs> like this one, yeah, I was good. in a public swimming pool of Olympic proportions all by myself. The lights were out, and it was the middle of the night, but the roof was all glass, so the moonlight shone over the water in a relaxing, deep blue light, and it was probably the most peaceful place I'd ever imagined. I remember loving the feeling of just sitting at the shallow end so everything but my neck and head was under the water at the perfect warm temperature. Oh, this sounds great. I want to be there. (laughs) But but, uh, uh, best of all, I was alone, not a single soul to bother me or ruin my perfect moment. Hell yeah. Can we just stop there and let this... (laughs) And scene. Thank you so much for listening. great dream. That's what I need. I have not been sleeping well this week. Um, I'm going to read this paragraph to myself. We're going to bed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jessica, uh, for helping Michael. Thank you. But maybe I shouldn't read the rest of this. Uh, (laughs) But I guess I have to because that's the show. That's right. Um, best of all, I was not, not a single person to bother me or ruin my perfect moment. At least that's what I thought. After a couple of minutes, a man walked over to the edge of the pool, holding a little girl in his arms. Oh, this doesn't bode well. Both had black skin, darker still in the moonlight, and the little girl was wearing the cutest little really pink swimsuit, one of those with a little ruffled skirt around the waist. Her hair was done up in crink- uh, was her hair was done up in crinkly and curly little pigtails with those hairbands with the brightly colored plastic balls. He got my attention and walked to the edge of the pool, setting her down within reach. Would you mind taking care of her for a bit? There's something I have to do, he said. 
I remember I sat up in the pool and agreed without hesitation, lifting the girl up and holding her in the water so she could splash and play around as he walked off. In real life, I would never have done this, yeah, even if it were a populated place in the middle of the day. It was just so out of character, but in the dream, it was nothing. Uh, I even remember smiling and playing with her, splashing little handfuls of water back at her. He never came back, and eventually the dream ended. So it was just a dream. Everyone has those, and on the surface, it's not really strange. Just a little out of character from me and nothing else, right? Well, there's a few other things you should know for it to make sense why this dream was simultaneously one of the creepiest and coolest experiences of my life. Sorry for the ding. <laughs> my computer was not muted. It would been great if it had come like, when it was time for me to turn the page. I know. Like those old read-along records. Ding. Mm. In my dreams, people I know frequently have other faces and other bodies, but I still know who they are. Kind of like actors playing wrong parts. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like Will Smith as a genie. Um, <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not uncommon for a man to walk up to me in a dream and for me to know without a doubt that it's my mother and so on. So this baby... I knew she was the girl I'd just begun dating online through a fan fiction mailing list. I knew without a doubt that it was her, in spite of the difference between her size, shape, and age. So maybe it wasn't so strange that I agreed to watch over her. The other thing that was strange, after the dream I learned her older brother had died when she was younger, many years before we'd even met online. His name was Glenn, and I'd never seen his picture before. However, after the dream, I did see one for the first time. You probably aren't surprised... When I saw that his picture looked exactly like the man who asked me to take care of her in my dream, I remember his face and look vividly. I remember his face and look vividly, just as much as that pool and the comfort I'd found in that quiet, peaceful place. Uh, by the way, as of October this year, that girl and I have been together for 18 years, and I have no plans on separating, uh, and have no plans on separating anytime soon. So I guess I kept my promise. I am taking care of her, just like I said I would. So cool. I didn't think I could say that one without crying. So I was like, you read that one. It's great. I love <laughs> it. It's good. That was so good. I know. She's taking oh. care of her. Sweet. Okay, so mine next one. Okay, from Darcy. My mother passed away in May of 2011, a few months before my 20th birthday. A brain aneurysm had led to irreparable swelling, and she passed two weeks after my nephew was born. Mm. After the funeral and burial, my grandpa came up to Cincinnati from Florida to pay his respects. I only had a small window to see him before he had to leave for Florida, so I thought I set my alarm clock early enough to visit. However, I had accidentally set it for p.m. instead of a.m. Been there, do that all the time. (laughs) So I slept a dreamless sleep until I was woken suddenly by a familiar voice. It was the voice of my pissed-off mother, as if I was going to be late to get to the bus stop. I shot up out of bed and looked all over the house. I was alone. I had woken with just enough time to get to my cousin's house to see my grandpa. About a week later, I was running late for work. At that point, my job required me to tie my hair back, and I could not find the hair ties I usually placed on my bedside table. I looked in the bathroom, all over my room, under my bed, and all over my house. No sign of them. I finally threw my hands in the air in exasperation and asked my mother to help me find my hair ties. I went back up to my room to gather my keys and wallet, and there... Right next to my bed, where I had checked three times, were three hair ties in a neat pile. A shiver ran down my spine, but also a warmth grew in my chest. My mom looked after me for about a month after she passed. I still see her in little things every day. Aww. That was good too. 
That's so sweet. I felt like we all needed some feel good. So God damn, yes, we, we did. <laughs> we getting some. Have good. you ever had like a dream like that, or I mean, I yes. guess you have. Like, what's 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 one for you? Um, for you? When let's see, Ma, let's see. Okay, I was probably sixteen when my uh, grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. My father's mother. Mm. And she was young. She was only 63 when she died. But she mm. had smoked her whole life, and she had emphysema and lung cancer and all of that. So she died of that. Um, and I guess it was a couple... It, yeah, it was a three years, I guess, afterwards. Two or three years. I, I was graduating high school. Okay. And um, one of the things was um, uh, we were having, like, all of the graduation shit that happens. Right. And I remember having a dream. And she came... Um, to me and she said uh like it was a group we were all there like my whole family was there and she was standing there and in the dream i knew that she wasn't alive and i was like Mm. grandma and she was like hi and everybody knew she was there and like it was nothing Hmm. nothing was was off in the dream everybody knew she was there but they also knew that she was dead and she said um i was like oh my gosh grandma you're here and she was like well yeah and she was like just because you can't see me doesn't mean i'm not with you oh and then i woke up and started crying. Um, I've, I've had dreams. There's one that it's too long of involved the story. I'll have to say it for another time. But I do remember when my grandmother passed away. I was I was also 16, and um, we had been very very close. And but when the last week of her life, she was in the hospital and she was unresponsive. And my mother didn't want us to come visit her then because she didn't want us to remember my it's grandmother. It's hard. Yeah, that's you know, a really with hard the, space. You know, in the hospital bed with all the tubes and everything. And, and I don't, I don't blame her for that. Like she was like, I I want you to remember her, you know, as she was. And so I wasn't, I hadn't seen her for a week and for a week we were just kind of waiting for her to pass because we knew it could happen any moment. The doctor's like, yeah, she's not going to live. She's basically, you know, we're waiting waiting. and one, and my mother spent every night in the hospital and I was, you know, I was in school or whatever. And then I'd come home, go to bed and wake up and every, every night I would, it was so hard to sleep because I was just waiting for like the phone to ring or you know something mm-hmm. and i finally w- when she did die she died around i guess she probably died around three or four in the morning and i was mm-hmm. in bed but i had just gone to bed like i was a night owl so i right. stayed for like two or something and then i woke up just a couple hours later uh when the sun came up and it was coming through my window and i could smell her perfume that she always wore and i just got this sense that she was in the room and i knew that meant that she had passed yeah and and I just got this, just over, like, I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything. I just got this overwhelming sense that she was gone, mm-hmm. but she was here, like, passing through right. to say bye. And just as I kind of was fully awake at that point, my mom came in the room, and she had house shoes and a robe on, which means she'd been there for a little while, which means my grandmother died. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And my grandmother and my mother just sat on the, the edge of the bed, and, and she didn't really have to say anything because it was yeah. just her presence alone. And I was like, okay. And, but, yeah, but I remember, I just remember yeah. feeling so strongly that she was there, and, mm-hmm. and it happened. And this was the, during a whole week when she, you know, every night she should have gone. Um, and, you know, we were ready every night for her to go, but I only woke up 
the morning that she had actually died and yeah. felt her presence in the room, which I always thought was interesting. And I've had dreams about her every now and again since then, and they're always very silly. Mm-hmm. It's like she kind of found her sense of humor in death. Oh, yeah. Perhaps. Because she, <laughs> she didn't have much of one uh, in life. She was a very serious woman. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was very funny um, and made them such a wonderful couple to watch play off of each other because she was definitely like the straight man of, of their comic duo. Right. And, uh, and he was like, she was George Burns and he was Gracie. <laughs> And it was really great. And so, but she kind of got silly. Like in, in my dream, she would always kind of adopt mannerisms that my grandfather had. And I thought it was really funny. And I was like, oh. That's so, sweet. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. like it. No, yeah. we're going to start crying. Oh, grandparents can be the I best. Know. Oh, apparently I have one. Yeah. Okay, this comes from Drew. Drew. We have a cleaning lady who comes in to help keep things organized. My mother had originally hired her to help take care of my grandmother, who lived with us at the time. She had suffered from a stroke, which had unfortunately affected her memory, causing her to have dementia. Mm. So some extra help with taking care of my grandmother was great. Despite her short-term memory loss, she was still a funny, sweet, and sassy old lady who, at her age, just spoke whenever, whatever she thought. <laughs> Love her already. Um, much later down the road, my grandmother passed away. The same lady still comes over to help clean, though. She mentioned to my mother a few months back that whenever she's by herself in one of the rooms of the house, she would see the figure of our grandmother sitting on one of our uh, couches in our house. Now, most of my family don't believe much in the supernatural, so we just kind of brush it off as some weird thing may or may not have happened. I forget about what was told to us and didn't think too much on it until months later. Here and there, whenever I'd be the one in the kitchen or family room, just out of the near blind side of the corner of my eye, I would think I saw some figure, but nothing would be there by the time I turned around to look. I would chalk it to maybe my imagination getting the better of me or the trick of the light shining through the windows, but then something funny happened when I woke up in the middle of the night. I had been sleeping on my side, my back parallel to my bedroom door. I laid there too tired to wonder why I had been woken up and and trying to get back to sleep, uh, when suddenly I heard a voice right behind me, clear as day, that sounded very suspiciously like my grandmother's, going, Boo! <laughs> I was immediately, I love this. I was immediately more wide awake than I had been a minute ago. I froze for a few seconds, wondering what the hell to do. Should I ignore it? Should I just pretend I didn't hear grandmother's voice? I decided right then and there to whip around and look. Because fuck it, I might as well face whatever could be there. I like it. All right. Uh, so I turned over and quickly looked. It was hard to see much as my room didn't have light uh, coming into the window uh, where the shades were pushed down. Uh, there didn't seem to be anything or anyone there aside from the shadowy outline of one of my bigger stuffed animals on my bed. I still felt a bit spooked and startled by it as I had attempted uh, as I attempted to go back to sleep that night. Still, the logical part of me wonders if I had imagined it or not. Yeah. I love... That's totally what I would do as a ghost. I, I know. I'd be like, Bill. I love it. Bill. That's such a good one. And like if, I, if I die first, I'm going to haunt you every now and again. You're going to hear a voice. Hashtag fuck a basement. Hashtag fuck. And just gonna, you're going to freak out in, and then we'll share a laugh. And, and then, then I'll be like, fuck a basement. Oh. <laughs> oh, bitches and wine. Oh. <laughs> and if you die first, I'm going to be like, where the fuck did the champagne go? <laughs> I, know, right? I didn't drink all this That's by myself. That's what I'm going to drink. Everybody's champagne. Um, okay. <laughs> so, this next one is, I actually have two more. I guess we should have started with me, but oh well. Oh. Um, this next one oh, is. Oh, we another one. I only have two more. Oh. Sorry. Fine. Well, then I'll tell a personal story. Okay, that's Between fine. them. So we'll okay. be even. All right. <laughs> this is a big ghosticle. I know. Big, that's... healthy. That's right. 
ghostical for a third one. Uh, okay. My dad passed away. This is from Elizabeth, by the way. My dad passed away six years ago. It was sudden. About a month later, I started to notice him showing up in my dreams. I'd be in a crowd shopping at the grocery store, just doing really mundane, everyday sorts of things. While walking, I'd always catch him out of the corner of my eye. Everyone else would continue walking, talking, shopping, etc. But us... We would stop and from a distance turn to face each other. Dad wore a lot of plaid shirts and he was wearing one in my dream. Plaid shirt, jeans, black salt and pepper hair, kind blue eyes. It was my dad without a doubt. I'd call out to him. He'd smile and wink, then turn and disappear into the crowd. Mm-hmm. These dreams would happen on almost an on an almost weekly basis for a few more months. And to be honest, I loved them. Having him show up in every dream was as close as I was going to get to having him still here. On about the fifth month, I think, I had my last dream with him. We were sitting in a pickup in a field watching our family's cows when he suddenly turns to me and says, I can't stay with you anymore, then disappears. Months go by without a single dream, and I know y'all may be reading this and thinking, yeah, okay, lady, how is this paranormal? But bear with me here. I'm already in the paranormal. I've already got, I'm down. I'm there. I'm with with her. I'm with with it. After months go by... A dog barks. <laughs> I'm guessing the if mail. If only months would go by. The mail might be here. They really like to let me know when that happens. Um, like, hey, hey. It could also be a bird. You never know. <laughs> okay. After months go by, I get a bit desperate. I had sort of come to rely on those dreams to somewhat cope with my grief and downloaded a spirit box app for my phone. I've got it turned on and sitting in... I've got it turned on and sitting in the arm of my couch, just listening to it. I'm worried that if I ask questions, it might influence answers or something. Who knows? I just wanted to be quiet and let whoever wanted to talk come through. Nothing came through for a while until I got John. Startled and looking down at the phone when it repeats John again, followed by a pause, then I. Then it goes on to repeat the two words, John, I, faster and faster again. John, I, even faster over and over again. My dad's name is Johnny. Oh. <laughs> it gets oh. I know. Oh, that got me right there in the There's feels. There's so many feelings. When the two words started to get repeated faster, they sounded like my dad's name. I listened for a bit, and when the app wouldn't stop repeating the same two words, it became upsetting. So I closed it and uninstalled the app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but it truly scared me. Am I making a big deal out of two random words getting repeated? Maybe. But what are the odds? I still haven't had another dream about my dad since, and when I look back on the situation, a part of me feels guilty for maybe shutting down some sort of communication. Mm. Another part of me feels silly for a moment, buying into hokey paranormal apps. Either way, it got under my skin and still makes me feel uncomfortable when I think about it. Mm. I don't think you should let it get under your skin. No, don't let it make you feel uncomfortable. The world's a weird place, and ghosts have a sense of humor, so sometimes they'll be like, wouldn't it be fucking great if I make this cheesy-ass app work for just a second? I know. I would do that. I've had that happen with my app. We've both had that yes. happen with our apps. Um, where it's maybe like, that's our story. This is a bullshit. That, yeah, well. But for, well, first of all, the I wanted to say to you, Elizabeth, that you had the dream where he said he couldn't stay with you anymore before you did the Johnny thing, before you had the John I mm-hmm. thing happen. Mm-hmm. So he already said that. So I might have just been saying I'm still here and then we freak ourselves out. Um, but in the letter, it says that that she was relying on it to deal to cope Mm. and and seeing him all the time is not coping yeah you know and so maybe what he realized was that it was actually delaying a healing that needed to happen and so when he said i could he couldn't it was because you know you needed to be able to move on Mm. 
and maybe he realized he was making it harder inadvertently, which makes me sad. Well, but that's, you think about it from the ghost perspective and it's like, oh, he probably had trouble letting go too. Yeah, right? absolutely. So it, there was a, there was a learning curve for both of them. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's sweet. So. Yeah, it's funny getting back to my grandmother and grandfather who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so my grandma, my grandfather survived my grandmother by, by about 22 years. Like he, yeah, he lived how... on to be, uh, he lived to be 89 and she died 62, 63. Yeah. My grandfather young yeah, and died. she had complications from polio that she, she didn't smoke oh, or anything right. like that, but she yeah. just, it caused a lot of issues and cause she didn't have good, uh, control of the, the, um, she couldn't walk and exercise and stuff. And it was just, she had to lay down a lot. So it just yeah. put a toll, it took a toll on her body. But, um, she, uh, when she died, my grandfather would go and visit her grave, um, mm-hmm. and, um, made friends with this little chipmunk that would just hang out there and would always be there and would fucking climb up on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He would bring stuff to feed it. And like, this became the theme. He'd always, you know, he'd always loved animals, but we'd never seen like a fucking wild rodent be like, Oh, Hey. And it would like, it would be waiting for him every time he went up there Aww. and we'd go with him sometimes and we got it on film. And then later, um, he went to a park, which was a very, which they loved, uh, that she loved to, to go and she used to wheel her around in the park, uh, when she was alive and he started going to that park again and he made friends with a goose (laughs) that used to, that a female goose Mm -hmm. that used to pick him out of the crowd. Like there's a lot of geese out in this park and this one would just find him and follow him and hang out with him and it wouldn't want food because he'd bring food and sometimes it would take a crumb or or a piece and some, most of the time it just wouldn't hang out with him and he would lean down and this goose would like rub (gasps) his cheek with its, with its, with her beak. And like we got it on film, the newspaper did a little story on it in our little Aww. town, did a little picture of him with this goose. And my mom, it's funny because my mom um, filmed it. And, <laughs> and and every now and again, the goose would turn around to like bitch at her, <laughs> nice. which seemed really consistent with my grandmother. And, <laughs> and so it was really fun, funny it's how funny. like these little animals, like my grandmother was coming to him as these animals. Yeah. And it was so funny. And his name, his name was Clint. Mm-hmm. And um, he, uh, uh, well, Thomas really. But he would, um, but he'd go by Clint sometimes. And this this goose, whenever it would like see him from across the lake, it would if it was you know not where he could find it originally, the goose would see him and like come like coming across that uh, that lake, and it would be like like it was like squawking, and it kind of sounded like it was saying Clint, yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Well, my um, the podcasting app, and I. I'm not a supporter of believing all the podcasting apps or whatever, but the I had one and I was like, this is fun. I'll turn it on and see what it says. And it has like an EVP thing. And the one I have will shout out and like words that it's saying or being said. And I was like, bullshit. Uh-huh. And so the first time I, and we have it, so we'll ha- we have to tell that story the, another time, but we do, um, but the, I know the story about to tell and I think it's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, I was sitting there like, in my living room or whatever. And I had this app on, I was doing something else. And all of a sudden it's like cemetery. And I'm like, uh-huh. Ooh. That, yeah, that does sound like something a ghost app would say. And it would say death. Okay. Great. Oh, gothic. Cool. Very gothic. Uh, gravestone. Okay. Nice. And then it said Peggy. And I was like, huh, that's weird. That's my great aunt's name. She just died. I think my mom's at her funeral, right? Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Turning off the app. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really. Oh. <laughs> it's like Peggy's kind of a different. 
who knew? So hmm. yeah, so I I, uh, I shut it down right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm like, just I saying, if right. that app was cold reading you, it was doing a really good job. It was doing a really good job. It knew what was up. So yeah, that was my... <laughs> I do think there should be like a cold reading app that like pretends to be a fake psychic. Yeah, right. Just, well, that pretends to be a fake psychic. Like, it's like... <laughs> Is that admits it's a real a psychic, but it gives you like not quite right information. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> there's someone in your life whose name starts with a D. You're like, wait a, a minute, a, do, a draw, a day, 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 a <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, it'd be funny though too. Is it's, it's like it's really psychic. It actually is psychic, but it can only use cold reading skills. It cannot use any of its psychic powers. That's really funny. That is when you're faking. It just uses being a psychic. psychic. I, I think my, our phones are psychic, and they just use their abilities to advertise to us. That's the truth. That <laughs> is the truth. How did you know I was thinking about getting a new mattress? Okay, uh... our last story is from Kyle. <laughs> My mother never wanted to talk about ghosts. My entire life, the subject was completely off limits. Whenever my sister and I brought the topic up, she would always shut those conversations down very quickly. If we talked about ghost hunters, she would say, why would anyone do that? That's insane. <laughs> I don't know if that's what your mom sounds like. I'm sorry if I'm... It's just... The, <laughs> Kyle's going to be like, wow, uncanny. It was the first thing that popped in my head just when exactly. I was reading. <laughs> you, just, you just totally, to a T. If we talked about seeing ghosts, she would say, I hope I never see anything like that. That's terrifying. And if we talked about becoming ghosts, she would say, why would anyone hope for that? Knock it off. Why, <laughs> why does Kyle's mom sound like Betty Rubble? I don't know. It's great. I love um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Being a very private woman who lived alone, she absolutely hated the idea that spirits would, could potentially be watching her. Ghosts for my mother, like many of us, was terrifying and, taboo, and a taboo subject that she wanted no part of. The thought of people we love visiting us after they were gone was something she hoped to never experience. <laughs> and she held firmly to that belief even after her mother, our grandmother, passed away. The death of my grandma was devastating to our family. She was one of the most wonderful women anyone could ever have the pleasure of meeting. And her passing sent our family into a deep, seemingly irreparable despair. Several weeks later, I was asleep in bed when I got a rather jarring 3 a.m. phone call. I answer, and it was my mother. She's breathing heavily, and I immediately think something is terrible, like a break-in has occurred. A break-in has occurred. Mm -hmm. She says to me, you're never going to believe what just happened. I waited. She says, Mom just came to visit me. I held my breath. My mother told me that as she's trying to fall asleep, she felt someone sit down next to her on the side, on, on the side of the bed, enough to make the bed springs creak and the covers move. She said mm -hmm. she could not feel light pressure of a body wait sorry she said she could feel the light pressure of a body leaning against her back but my mother said that she was not afraid she felt an odd sense of comfort calm and safety she said she felt a hand pat her lovingly on the back she said she felt a gentle rub and knew in an instant that it was my grandma telling her that everything was going to be okay. My mother said it felt like my, it was grandma's way of giving her one last goodbye, and she felt at peace. Listening to the story, I uncontrollably burst into tears. Totally understandable. Right? <laughs> That's what I would do, too. I wanted to share her story with the rest of the family, but my mother said no. She said it might make her sisters sad or jealous to know that grandma had visited her and not them. But upon investigation, I discovered that both of her sisters experienced the same thing that same night mm. at the same time. 
It's a comfort to know that even in death, my grandma is still looking out for the welfare of her family. This is so good. I love it. I hope everybody feels warm and... I do. Loved and everything. After being trapped in the snow for... (laughs) I know, right? For a night. Well, for actually several days, because it snowed the whole time I was in Milwaukee. Oh, wow. Which I had a great time. I haven't even seen snow this this season. Man, it was... It snowed a lot. And it was snow... The snow just like... They're like, oh, there's no snow in the forecast, really? Because there's like four inches of it right now. Yeah. And that was on no snow days. It was crazy. But they they deal with it. They just... The airport just shut down for an afternoon. So... Well, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad, too. And now I'm nice and warm and toasty with good feelings, (laughs) because we had stories about funny and kind dead people i know loving stuff it's really yes. nice um so we i hope you guys enjoyed it send us send us more of your stories please do they're awesome so you guys fun. are doing so great um and uh, you know thank you for listening check us out on our instas and our twitters and our web page and give us your stories on the web page and you know the drill all right <laughs> <laughs> all right and remember it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on, on.